I have a beautiful hydrangea bush just outside my front door, to the side of our porch. It is large and seems to grow by several inches in width, if not height as well, every year. Hydrangea just happens to be my favorite flower, and the bush was already planted and well established when we bought the home. One of those silly added bonuses in shopping for a home that lets you know it's the right place for you, and was certainly meant to be, had there ever been any question. A hydrangea is an extremely delicate flower, which makes it a relatively high-maintenance bush to grow successfully. The root meaning of the word, hydra, means water. This bush requires an excessive amount of water to bloom well in the appropriate season. It wilts at the first sight of sun that is too hot or dirt that is too warm. The soil around the base of the bush has to be well tilled in order to properly absorb the water. It requires fertilizer each season. And the ends of the bush, including dead blooms, have to be trimmed off at the correct time in order to allow time for the new blooms to produce and come forth the following year. It is so much work to maintain a hydrangea for just a few short months of beautiful blooming. There is a short period of time, during the cool months between the beginning of spring and heat of summer that it suddenly blooms beautifully. One day there's nothing, and it seems the next that it is hugely filled with glorious blooms. So much so that it gets to the point where the stalks are heavy with the weight of the blooms on the end of them. It weighs down toward the earth, as if to say it's too much. The abundance of beauty and wealth of gorgeous blooms is almost more than the bush can handle. And then the season ends, the blooms fall off or are trimmed, and the process starts over again. This hydrangea reminds me, every spring, of my spiritual soul. It requires so much work and continual maintenance to be successful. It truly does need to be watered by the Word of God every day. I can skip a day and perhaps not notice too much difference, but my spirit knows the difference and slowly starts to wilt. If I skip two days of spending time in God's Word and with Him in prayer, my spirit wilts a little more. When the hot sun comes through the troubles and trials and daily toils life brings, I can't withstand the heat as well as when my spirit is well nourished and watered. If I'm starting out already wilted, I'm at a disadvantage. It becomes harder and harder to combat what life throws at me. Eventually, if not properly taken care of, our souls get weary. Life is hard. It's hard all the time. There are seasons of change, sometimes they bring a cool and refreshing breeze that renews us, and other times they bring difficulties that are seemingly more than we can bear. It's tempting to just give up and let it all go, but we are ever looking toward those cool breezes and hoping for the next season of refreshment, and thus we press on. I've learned that the only way to endure life without completely falling apart is by nourishing our souls. Read the Word of God. Pray. Seek Him. Cry and scream at Him. Talk to Him. Share with others. Find someone who will listen. Find someone who has gone through something similar and made it out alive. Do something to maintain the relationship you have with Christ, which waters, feeds, fertilizes and sustains your soul. Each year when I prune back the dead blossoms, I wistfully think of how beautiful it was when the blooms were alive. Their sweet fragrance resonates throughout the garden and front porch, begging sweetly for you to look their way. It doesn't feel good to be spiritually pruned either, but it's necessary for our growth. Sometimes we have to let go of things we are holding on to because they were once beautiful, and that doesn't seem nice. But if the dead things aren't pruned away, much like the hydrangea blossoms, the brown begins to creep further and further down the stalk, and weigh down the stalks of the bush, and eventually the entire plant will die. God is in control. He knows the mess your spirit may be in. And what goes through your mind as you ask those often unanswered questions about life? He knows. He is there. His love for you is real. 
When he comes at you with those pruning shears, just close your eyes, take a deep breath, and smile. And think of how beautiful you'll be next year, when spring comes again, if you let the master gardener do what he does best, with his ultimate vision of beauty. It's not easy friends. But we're in this together. Us. And him. B. Heart. Psalms 146 Hallelujah. O my soul, praise God. All my life long I'll praise God, singing songs to my God as long as I live. Don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes, when they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob, put your hope in God and no real blessing. God made sky and soil, sea and all the fish in it. He always does what he says he defends the wronged, he feeds the hungry. God frees prisoners he gives sight to the blind, he lifts up the fallen. God loves good people, protects strangers, takes the side of orphans and widows. But make short work of the wicked. God's in charge always. Zion's God is God for good. Hallelujah.